2: We don't say this in advisory, but I'll go along. And I'm name, bitch. No, and bitch, this is not a, this uh, is not this uh, is not the script. You going off script. We don't have a script. I'm just I'm introducing myself to everyone. And this
1: is you need this? Why'd you hand it back to me? Oh, you didn't hand it back. And this is Our advice column show called Sibling Advisory. So what Monet and I do is we're going to be – this is our first time doing one live. As you can tell, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of madness. Monet (laughs) has begun the gaslighting. So what we're going to need you all to do is submit your questions right here on the Stereo app. Once you submit your questions, please, please, please stick around because if we choose your question, if we need some more clarification, we might actually bring you up as a speaker to have you converse with us on the panel, darling.
2: Yeah, because, you don't normally – and again, it's you know, not, women, not you, like, you guys Don't ask normally... us how
1: far the moon is from the Earth. We need advice, and, not not questions. Yeah,
2: and and though it's very sweet, and we know you guys love us, you guys watch the season. We we prefer not to get song, not to not to get comments uh, of, uh, of adoration and how much you love us on the show. We want like actual questions and not just romance. We get a lot of romance questions. People also, oh, we get a lot of romance advice, which we love giving romance advice. But we're not limited to that. We are we uh, we, we 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 can give you advice on other things like work. Like uh 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 uh. How to use stereo? (laughs) How to send a moderation link? (laughs) So we're not limited to to advice about romance. And so if you're not familiar, um, this podcast comes out every Monday, so you might be featured. Not Monet telling telling the fans not to say they like us. (laughs) Not people throwing people throwing tomatoes at your face. That's what you get. Y'all better throw these tomatoes at Bob. Throw these tomatoes at this bitch. I'm sure
1: there's nothing else going to you. I'm sure Monet. You better work. There are none. You better, none you better, you better, rewrite. One. You better rewrite history. You better rewrite history of Monet Exchange. Please I read
2: I, I should rewrite. Oh. So first of all, Monet, tell me about your day at the queries. Yeah, Bob and I went to the Quarities. Bob and I were nominated um for Best Podcast, along with Race Chaser, ba- The Bald and the Beautiful, and some other ones. And um this is what we were talking about today. So oh, this is another thing. This this is this is the shade. So I call Bob calls me this morning. The first time we spoke this morning, we're on the phone and I'm like I'm like, are you gonna go to the queries? He's like, you're like, uh, I don't feel like going. I was like, I don't really feel like going either. He's like, you know what? we settle it? Then we're not gonna go. I was like, work. We're not gonna go. So then our uh, the assistant of our manager, Mad- Maddie, sends me a text. She's like, hey Monet, are you going to the queries? I was like, talked to Bob. We're, we're we're not gonna go. We're we're all we're all cool with not going. She's like, I just spoke to Bob and he's going. I was like, what do you mean he's going? She's like, yeah, I just spoke to Bob on the phone. He said he's going to the wards. I was like, I was like Maddie, you're wrong. I just spoke to Bob. He said no, he's not going. And she's like, Monet, I just spoke to him. He's going. I was like this shady ass fucking nigga so then i called this motherfucker and i'm like are you going to the queries you're like uh well <clears throat> well I'll hit the t i like spoke to jacob and jacob didn't want to go i didn't want to go but i spoke to ezra and ezra wants to go so i think i'm gonna go i was like so are you not gonna tell me I was like, we literally just supposed We say we weren't going to go. That's why I said I was not going. So I was already annoyed by that. So then I was like, well, if Bob's going to go, I guess I'm going to go. And then um, I ended up going in drag. And it was really cute. Bianca was there. Manila was there. Trixie was there. Mo Hart was hosting. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of queer friends were there. So it was a good time. How is me changing my mind about going to the queries? Uh, because some we big, spoke uh, on the phone. We spoke on the phone. And I changed and we, my mind. And exactly, I changed but, my mind. Right. But the conversation we had, we literally had a conversation of us going together. We literally, the conversation on the phone was, are you going to go? Because I was like, are you going to go? You're like, I don't feel like going. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go either. You're like work. And we literally said, we're not going to go. Yeah, and I changed my mind. Like, and what's you could have just texted me or called me and say, Oh money, I'm gonna go. And I was like, okay, well, cool, clearly you too. weren't
1: answering your fucking phone all day, so would you have answered? I don't well, know, but, I fucking know.
2: Well you well when you spoke to me, did you tell me you were gonna go? No. I also don't owe you uh 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 Bob, uh, we were nominated uh, together and day. we said that we were going to go together. Like that's literally the conversation we had. And we said we weren't
1: going together.
2: So don't, don't try to act everything I'm so, doing with my day. So don't try to act like I'm crazy for being weirded out that you decided not to go after. We literally had a conversation about not going. But I mean, whatever. I think your I mean, behavior I, is honestly, a little odd. I don't have to tell you everywhere I'm going. No one said you had to, but we literally had a conversation about going to the award show together because we're not... So honestly, it, it really doesn't matter. We both went to the fucking award show. It's not that big of a deal. But what's weird is you're acting like that's not weird. Can y'all chime in? I wanted to chime in. Am I the crazy one? Bob and I had a conversation about going to the wars together he said he wasn't going so I said okay well I'm not gonna go either and then he decided to go and then I'm the crazy one work <laughs> you are really no bitch <laughs> you're on one you are on one you are actually like a crazy person <laughs> wait we're gonna get to these questions but before, I, I, yeah i need some questions
1: i need some people to chime wanna, in if you all want to wait i just want to reference it. if you all want to chime in at all you can also use the hashtag sibling advisory on twitter and we can scan there to see what you can say so if y'all want to chime in right now on twitter good, go to hashtag it hashtag sibling advisory you can tell us right now if you think that i'm crazy for
2: changing my mind and not telling monet and in the meantime we will get to or is these, bob or, um, or 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 you, you can also chime in if if i'm if i'm crazy when we literally have conversation about us going together and then bob changes his mind and not telling me am i the one that's acting wild when we had a conversation about it and bob didn't tell me that he was going am i the crazy one can y'all chime in on that
1: yeah, I, I want to. But in the meantime, we're going to take a, a comment from a question from Brandon. So, Brandon, we're going to listen in. And uh, if we if we need some more clarification, we'll bring you to the main stage. Here we go. OK, so
3: my name is Brandon. I'm a cousin. No, I'm a sibling. Ha, I'm a sibling. Yes, I am. Um, I'm a nigga. And I have a question. So I have a friend, well technically mm, that's the situation, I have a friend um, we met on Tinder, went on a couple dates and like kind of had a little bit of a tryst but not really and now we're trying to be friends but like mentally I still can't go there because I still want the D. What should I do? Sincerely gay and confused
1: (laughs) 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 do you want do you want uh do we do we need to bring brandon up do we need to invite brandon to the live? well let's let's first give our, our 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 advice and we'll see if we need to bring brandon up to clarify anything i mean in my opinion if you i think friends with benefits is a truly glorious thing it is it is this really interesting in my opinion almost elevated friendship where you get to uh, be there for each other in like some really, you know, important ways sexually and and all this stuff. But obviously there needs to be a mutual understanding. Now, if you all think that you're not going to go any further and you're not going to, I don't know, if, if you think it won't complicate things and make things weird for you, then I would say, go ahead and, and you know, get the D if you think it could actually, you know, if you think it it could be beneficial to you and not complicate things for you down the line. What do you think, mom? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think that if you can be friends with benefits and it'd be all cool and you don't you, you don't get emotionally entangled, you start to resent that person because it doesn't grow further, then I think go for it. But if you know that you cannot separate the friends with benefits from um, from just being friends and you're and it's, it's going to fuck up everything else, and I said then you need to know that about yourself and not go into it. But I think having a friends with benefits is good. It's someone that you can get coffee with and chill with. Also someone you can bone and it'd still be cool. So, um, yeah, that's my advice. Yeah. Do, do we have another um, another comment, Jacob? Another great question.
1: All right. This is one from Quentin Phillips. Here we go. Hi,
3: Balmone. My name is Quentin. I'm a queer, 26-year-old queer black man living in Dallas, Texas. And my advice is, should I super be mad and confront my one of my good friends for lying to me that he wasn't going to do this birthday trip? And said, oh, we're not going to do the birthday trip. I'll come back in town. We'll do all these things. But then... Uh, a couple days ago, I look on Instagram and I Snapchat. He's full-on gone on a trip to New Orleans and with people other than me and then tell me nothing about it when he said, oh, we're not going. So I just need advice on, do I full-on confront him about like, yo, why are you shady or not? Thank you. Ooh. Love you guys so much. So, so, so much.
2: All right, Quentin. That was Quentin from Dallas, Texas, about his friend, going on a trip that uh and and basically you weren't invited. I think that I guess maybe you have to assess how close of friends you are. Maybe your friend didn't think y'all were as close of friends that, and he didn't feel the need to invite you on this trip. But if y'all are like eight boons, y'all are like cool um, and they didn't invite you, to me, that's a little weird. I think you have to assess how close. Sometimes, honestly, sometimes it is, for some people are friends and one friend think that they're closer than they actually are. And that person, or maybe he went to, on the trip with a particular friend group. Again, y- y'all, if you listen to the podcast, I'm a big proponent of, I don't think all friend groups need to mix i don't think you need to all of your friends need to be friends so maybe he went to on a trip with his work friends or his uh dodgeball league friends and that's why he didn't bring on that trip but it felt super cool and y'all super tight i think it's worth asking like hey so you told me about the trip i wasn't invited but then i saw, i mean you, you, you talked me about the trip And I thought I was going, then I saw you, that you went anyway. I just wanted to, like, know what that was about. I think if y'all are super cool, that's something worth asking and being super honest and upfront as opposed to um, trying to fight him and beat this nigga up. Do do you think the friend is shady for
1: um, going with a different group of friends, Mona?
2: No, I think that if you're going with their particular friend group and that's the friends you want to go on it, like your dodgeball friends or your work friends or whatever friends they are, I think that's cool. But um, so what you're saying is it's not weird for someone to say this thing isn't happening, but then end up going. You don't you don't think that's shady, (coughs) kind of like like the queries or something like that. No, that's different. We were we we had a conversation about going together. And they had a conversation. This. Quentin, this in fact, is... let's, let's, let's invite Quentin up because Quentin said they had a conversation about it and then they said that it wasn't
1: happening and then they end up going. I'm just intrigued by the the double standard. I'm going to invite Quentin up to the chat. Quentin, you are joining us to talk on our um, live. Quentin, welcome to Hi, our Quentin. chat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is like,
3: oh, I'm just, oh. This Quentin, first of all,
2: your avatar is so cute. Do you wear Do you wear glasses in real life? yes yes ma'am i do i love you now quentin
1: you were saying that your friend told you beforehand and then you found out that they were going and monet it's interesting because monet just said that's not shady that's so interesting to me
2: well can we let's let quentin divulge
3: okay so what happened my best friend garrett we have been friends since middle school and Mm -hmm. we've like and we've stayed good friends like and so he so he he moved to houston i moved to dallas he lived here he moved And we've been, I went to go up to see him, only person to go up and see him. And he texted me, he's like, hey, uh, another good friend of ours, who still lives in Dallas, wanted to uh, go to New Orleans for his birthday. And he texted me about it.
2: Okay, okay. So he was inviting you on another friend's birthday trip.
3: No, his birthday trip. Okay. So he invited me and he was like, yeah, and I was like, I I was like, yeah, I'm good to go. Just give me the details so I can take off work and I can have my money. And then, so like a couple weeks later, I said, Hey, so what are the details? Because I need to know in advance to take off work. So, you know, and get my money right so I can get a room and know the plans. Then he texts me, then he says, Oh, hey, so the trip's not going to happen because our other friend and him put a deposit on a place to stay where we, I guess we were all going to stay. But the guy overbooked it. And he's like, Yeah, so we're not going to go. And we're going to have to try and figure out our money. But I'll totally come back in town and we'll do a birthday thing. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay, cool. That's totally fine. Because, and he said, we're not gonna go. And then literally for three couple days de- last weekend, I'm scrolling and see him on Snapchat and see him on Instagram. They're all in New Orleans for this for this trip that was not supposed to
2: happen. And Quentin is your best friend since eighth grade.
3: Yeah, this is like my like we have we have divulged secrets. We've gone through parent launches together. We talk about a lot. and I'm like, so you full on didn't have the courtesy to tell me you were going on the trip, but you had another friend that lives in El Paso, make plans, take off work, and get a plane ticket. So what's up with this?
1: That's shady behavior. My question is. I think my question is, do you think there's a chance that there's something that was going on that wasn't shady? Maybe there's a chance that your friend was like, well, it's not going to happen. And then someone else was like, well, let's do this. Let's do this. I want to surprise you with a this that I, I tend to err on the side of that. Most people in the world aren't operating in some sneaky, shady behavior because I don't operate in sneaky, shady behavior. So I think that if we lean into the notion that people are not just out here trying to be shady to each other there's probably a very probably a valid explanation that doesn't mean that your feelings are invalid because as we've talked about in this podcast there have been lots of times where my friends go hang out with people and don't tell me um and apparently those friends whoever they are uh don't have any sneaky or shady motives they just were all going out and just never thought to invite me for whatever reason
2: yeah, Quentin, I think that your friend is shady. Y'all have been friends since eighth grade. And Quentin knew that he was going on the trip. And he's, I think that Quentin, owed, if, if y'all are ace bullies, y'all, y'all are planning the trip to go together. Y'all are best friends. Y'all are super tight. And y'all planned planning on this going on the trip together. Then he said it was canceled and ended up going anyway. Quentin, I think Quentin owed you the courtesy to be like, hey, this trip is happening. Instead of, going, instead of doing it behind your back. That's my feelings, in my opinion.
3: But the sad goofery of it all, we had literally, he called me before he went on this trip. And we and I had just told him about the days, like, hey, I want you to come back from my birth. And he was totally down and all that shit. So I was mm-hmm. making it seem like he had nothing going on, but then went on the trip. And it, it, and my thing is just like, I would have been cool if he told me, oh, hey, the trip's happening. And I just we didn't have enough spots. I would have been totally cool with that. Yeah. And he just didn't tell me. And that's one of the things I'm just like, I thought we was way better than that.
2: Yeah, I mean I think those yeah. are I think that's completely valid to feel that way. And have y'all have y'all spoken since like have y'all have y'all had a real conversation about it since? Or have you it has it been like weird and awkward?
3: Mm, we haven't had a conversation about it. I kind of seen a passive aggressive text saying, Oh hey, how was the trip? And he said, Oh, it was a blast. And I was like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quinton. I bitch, yeah, that's wow. I I I think that is shady behavior. I think I think your friend moved a little shady, and um, you know, and uh, but you know, I don't think that I don't think it's worth stop being his friend. And 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 you don't act like you're you don't seem like you're trying to not be their friend. But to me, that is a little shady for sure. Yeah, I mean, I
3: love him to death, and I yeah. don't want to stop being friends. But it just was like it was it kind of hurt a little bit. I'm like I kind of take that, yeah, you know. I was like damn. You could have just told me and I would have been fine, but I was, I right. was game to go. I needed a vacation girl. I've been working I needed a vacation in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm trying to get tossed and turned up.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I think open and honest communication is really important. And I obviously I think that you should, you should, uh, maybe stray from the passive aggressive text and, and do a full earnest moment where you say, Hey, this is how I felt. Um, and I just want to know what it was instead of, you know, instead of going in, lobbing accusations, I would go in and kind of be like, oh, this is what I he- am hearing. And this is how I am feeling. You know, I, years ago, I learned this thing where you say what you see, say how you feel, say what you want. So you say, I see that you went to um, New Orleans without me. I feel left out and I I want uh, to be included next time. Say what you see, say how you feel, say what you want.
3: True, very true. I do want to have a conversation with him about it and just
1: feel like, yeah. just to get
3: it off the air because I do like, I still want to, hang, like, he's still my best friend, love the dude to death, and I still want him to come back from my birthday party. So I'm like, yeah, it is what it
2: is. Well, Quentin, yeah. what we have not told you is that he has been listening this entire time and he has something he'd like to say now. Let's bring up Quentin's friend. No, I'm kidding. Live from Mardi Gras. Imagine. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you, Quentin. Thank you so much thank for your you, time. Quentin. Thank you. Quentin. Bye bye. Thank babe. you so
3: much. I love you both so so much. This is just made my, you. Oh. my day.
1: Work. Now we don't know how to uh kick you off. So you have to you have to you have to leave yourself. <laughs> Quentin, Quentin. <laughs> bye, Quentin. Bye. 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 bye.
2: Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place. Yep.
0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was great. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting
1: You have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. All right, um money, do you think it's shady to have like birthday like celebrations that like
2: certain people can't come to? No, because you were invited and you can you can choose what you want to do. So let's take the next call. What does that mean? What, you you sound you sound
1: really uh you sound
2: really well, guilty. Well, you're 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 trying to be subliminal, and you know you're talking about me, and I, I I fully invited you, and you have full autonomy over your body. You can choose what you like to do, and um, yeah. Can we take the next call? <laughs> you're right. If I wanted to, if I wanted to relapse, I could really
1: have
2: a great. I mean, right, you listen. You have you have man. control of your body. You can choose what you do with your mouth. You can smoke what you want. You can drink what you want. That is all you, baby.
1: We're going to invite Michael Smith. Uh, we're going to listen to Michael Smith and see if we want to invite them up. Here we hey go. Hey,
0: y'all. Huge fan. Ooh, Love you both. Consultory. But I could really use some advice. <laughs>
4: Michael
2: okay, and the Batman. So
0: I currently live in Brooklyn, but I'm originally from a small town called Duck Hill, Mississippi. And it is just as crazy as it sounds. And also my family is like very Trumpy, giving very All Lives Matter the house down cowboy boots Mm, and so basically my question is how does someone find pride in who they are and where they come from if they aren't necessarily proud of where they come from i would love to know Mm. what y'all think because it's like really been rocking my brain sincerely delta blues
1: (laughs) i love these names i want to dive in on this one i want to say you know i I'm very lucky because I come from a a series of small towns and I also get to travel to a lot of small towns um, and uh, on the show we're here. And, you know, you, every small town is not the majority of its representation. You know, there are, you, you don't have to be, you don't have to be proud of every single thing from where you come from. I mean, if, if, if being an American has shown us anything honey it is that you do not have to align yourself with everything that America stands for um to be proud of yourself you don't necessarily you can be proud of where you come from without being proud of every single thing that goes on where you come from in fact I think i I, I use this analogy sometime if you if you're in a house, and, some, and one person, you know when people like talk about America, like if you don't like, it, you can leave. If you're in a house and you say like, man, this roof is like leaking. And then someone goes, if you don't like this house, you can fucking leave. You're like, I'm not saying I don't like the house. I'm saying the roof is leaking and we should fix it. If you don't like the house the way it is, then get the hell out of here. I think people who are actually trying to fix the house are the people who love the house the most. So I think that if you're trying to um, have a positive impact on your small town of, of Duckfoot, Mississippi. Is a duckfoot of duckfoot Mississippi? I think that you actually love the town more than anyone there, or you you love the town more than people who are just like the way it is. The way it is. If you don't like it, you can leave. What do you think, Mom?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that you don't. I, I mean, I don't think you have to rep where you're from. I mean, if, if if being queer, we can we can choose our family. And when you, as you have decided to move from your small town, you now from Brooklyn. You rep Brooklyn, so you can you can absolutely treasure those things about Brooklyn. And that 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 can now become your hometown. I mean, I, I don't know how long you've lived in Brooklyn. I don't know how long it has been since you fled Duckfoot, Mississippi. But now you are from New York. Is is, is that where it's from? Duckfoot, Duckbill? I don't know. It's just I'm from
1: Mississippi, and I've never heard. Of, of Duckfoot, and that really just tickles me. It's, it's a, it's, it's so, it is so Mississippi to have a, yeah. have a place called Duckfoot.
2: So you're going. So you now have the privilege. You, you know how you, you can choose where you're from. You can rep New. You can you can let you can rep Brooklyn, New York. And there are many things to love about Brooklyn, New York. But Brooklyn, New York is not perfect itself. Bitch, I'm from Brooklyn. I know there are many fucked up things about Brooklyn, New York. But you can choose the good parts of that. Just like you can choose those good parts about Duckwood that you like and rep those good things. Every no one place is perfect. Every every place, every person yeah. has its flaws. So you don't need to um, hone uh, uh, in on those bad things and be like, ugh. We have that really crickety street, so I hate where I'm from. Fuck that. Rep the good things. I'm sure y'all have a good creek. I'm sure y'all have some good old ribs. I'm sure there's some good things about your town that you have. Just like there are good things about your new place in New York City, Brooklyn, that you can rep as well.
1: And I want to remind you all that you can use the hashtag Advisory to like just comment on what you're seeing and how you feel about the podcast right now. And we now have a uh, a question from... I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Isaac Arzate. Isaac but we can right we can actually... We can act, We can actually invite them up afterwards. Here we go.
4: All right, hey Bob and Monet. So I'm a 22 year old queer Latin uh, Latinx uh, with he mm-hmm. they pronouns. So my question has to do with some T.I. and unknowingly uncovered about my bestie. I will call him Leo. Ooh. Um, anyways, so I've always had a question or suspicion that Leo might be queer, but I've never confirmed it since he never really talked about liking girls or guys after the beer he dated in high school. So one night we were all hanging out, and Leo left his phone unlocked, and he stands as problematic. so i wanted to go on his stan account and tweet some hate from his account as a joke um but when i clicked on one of the accounts that was on his twitter it was a um gay porn alt uh, account um so i i want to know what i should do or uh, how i should approach this if you can pull me up i'd love to talk about how um i confronted him about it and Get more details on it. Thank you. Love
2: okay. you Bye. We need to pull Isaac. Bring Isaac up in the chat. I have so many questions. Bring yeah. Isaac up in here. Isaac, this is... Bring Isaac's ass is up wild. in here. I just want to do this a way
1: to bring him up. Isaac, we need to invite you up. This is wild. Isaac, Y'all, get your we're ass up Isaac here. up because... Isaac. Okay. 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 I have, means
4: Hi, Isaac. Okay. Hey. Hi, Isaac. How are you, baby? I have, I have, I have, how do you pronounce you, you, your last name, my, last name, my love? How is I'm
1: I oh, S- a- 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 it's it very. Beaner, oh, very a-
2: okay, I just remember saying this. it is very,
1: it is very messy that you went snooping through your friend's phone. That's
4: it wasn't snooping. Okay, I I wanted to save the backstory because I knew y'all love some backstory. So yeah. Yeah, let me give you some. Backstory. Yeah, give us give us okay, some more details. So, this is my bestie we've been besties since middle school um uh-huh but uh like i said that day we were hanging out and then i was like because the person he stands is a little uh problematic
2: wait tell us we don't name. know what the person is so just say it it's camilla cabello <laughs> Oh, oh, bitch, Cinderella. I thought you were I thought, I thought about to say, like, fucking, like, he stands Vladimir Putin, Putin. I was like, oh, shit. Well, you know,
1: Cabello, you know, Cabello was calling, um, what's it, Normani, a fucking nigger on, on, uh, Google chat oh, or yeah. whatever. What she was did,
2: it? She did, she did, she did do that. She did do that. But,
4: you so, know, yeah. I, I wanted to, like, as a joke, like, tweet from his, from his stand account, like, I actually hate this bitch, like, as a joke, because, you know, she's anti hip like. Got it. But anyways, when I clicked on, like, the on um, the open up the other profiles. I clicked on one of them and it was the you know the the corn as we should say is for corn.
1: Corn. corn this is not TikTok nigga we can say porn here
2: <laughs> Okay wait 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 so you knew that he had an alt account but you did not know that he had a porn. No, it alt wasn't account. his alt account he was following an alt account.
1: No, 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 no. He had
2: a Stan account and his friend. He was following wait, Hold on, his hold on, alt hold on, account. hold on. Wait wait, 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 wait. Isaac, Isaac, yeah, no, yeah. That's not right. Go ahead, Isaac. He
1: had he had
4: two account, three accounts attached to his Twitter. His okay. App. Okay. So one of them was his Stan account, and the other one was his alt account. So he, he was the owner of both accounts, but the, one of them was Got like it. one of his bookmarks. Of, you know? Um, so, yeah, so I actually... Uh, a couple of days after I confronted him, I was like, hey, I didn't mention anything about it. I was like, hey, you know, you can tell me anything. Like, you're my bestie. Like, I love, you know, either way. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, just know, like, whenever you're ready, you can come out. Like, I'll still be your friend. And he like, he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I kind of just brushed it off. And he kind of told me I was projecting. It was giving very much Monet and Bob, uh, like that, that type of stuff. Um, what you mean? It was giving very much gaslighting. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> but the the funny thing is bob uh you actually met him we were at your irvine improv show and sorry, You sorry, kind man. of used him as a bit <laughs> because he didn't know who you were and he had just gone to your show because uh i made him go to your show because he had his wisdom teeth taken out and he used that as a whole bit but anyways that's besides the point but that's basically my dilemma so i i kind of feel like a bad friend quote unquote because he doesn't feel comfortable like telling me who he is or how should I, how would you guys approach this?
2: So wait, so you, so you're, he doesn't know who he, 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 he doesn't know you don't, sorry. He doesn't know who he, he doesn't know you know who he is for having a porn account or he's gay.
4: Uh, Both. He doesn't know. I know
2: both. Got it. So he doesn't know that you, he doesn't know that you know that he is queer and also does porn. Correct. Got it. Got it. Got it. And you're trying to figure okay. out how you can better, how you can like foster an honest conversation. Like, hey, I mean, honestly, I think honesty is the best policy. Be like, bitch, here's the tea. I was trying to do some funny shit. I was trying to log into your Twitter and take your phone and tweet about Camilla and do some funny shit. And bitch, I, I see that you, that you dabble on some porn. What's the tea? I think I think you can use the porn as a segue into the gate. Because if if he knows that you saw his alt Twitter, he, obviously you know what's on there. Like you know that he like what there there was some business going on. So I think the gateway into that would be like I saw your alt Twitter. Uh, what's the tea? And I think have a conversation because if you are trying to try to like walk on eggshells and try to like not address it, it's going to get more and more awkward. And then the longer that you sit on this information and, and he knows that you and, and when you find because if other friends, he's going to find out that, you know, eventually. And if he knows that you've known for a month, a year, two, mm-hmm. five, whatever it is, that's going to make it worse. And then that's going to make him feel even like that's going to make him feel bad that you knew all this time and you never spoke to him about it. So I think the sooner you do it, the better.
1: And and I want y'all on Twitter to chime in about this too. I got to be honest, Isaac. I really do feel like, in my personal opinion, it it is a betrayal of trust to take someone's phone, even if you were meeting it as a joke. Like I I as a rule, I do not like touch people's phones. I don't go through them. I, that's not a way that I joke. Like I I would never tweet something from one of my friends' phones. Their, I don't even look at people's phones when they're using them. I don't. I don't like when people look at my phone when I'm texting or tweeting. I hate that shit.
2: Something about us like this is. This is what? Go ahead.
4: We've done that before. Like, he's taking my phone. It's bed. part, of, it's your
2: part of your dynamic. It's part of your dynamic. Like, like, uh, where you guys play around. Exactly. Right. Interesting. I, I guess that's that's just a dynamic.
1: I, I I would never be comfortable with. But if y'all have established that that taking each other's phones and like. And, and, you know, tweeting for each other's phones is, is, a, is a fun goof <laughs> that I guess go off. But I, I, I do think if you're going to be if you're gonna, if you're going to ask him to be honest with you, then you have to be honest with him. You have to say. You, you can't just say, hey, you know, if you wanted to do porn, you should say, hey, I saw your alt account and I apologize. I did not mean I did not mean to betray that part of your trust. I know that's not my business, but I want you to know that I did see it and I don't want you to think that I did not. So I think if you're going to expect um, honesty from your friend,
2: then you owe you owe him honesty as well. Drag me. Thank you. I knew that. <laughs> uh, just, just sooner, sooner rather. Do not, uh, and uh, yes, uh, you, you may be afraid of like having like, an awkward conversation or or being like weird. But I think sooner rather than later, do not wait. The longer you wait, the worse it will be because he'll just feel bad that you knew all this time and you knew and you never said anything. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's so of course. Yeah. And yeah,
1: and y'all let us know what you're thinking about that whole scenario too. And yeah, again, you have to you have to remove yourself because we don't know, we don't know how to remove people. All right. Um, let- See yourself out. No, I'm kidding.
2: Bye, Isaac.
0: Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60 day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code POD. That's shipstation.com with the code POD. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com/slash AI for all.
1: Let's listen to uh, Vincent Lesama. Hey, Bob. Hey, Mune. Hey, this is Vicente,
3: cousin on Patreon. Um, so I'm on Grinder a lot. I can hook up with guys a lot, easy. Um, I think my count is well over the triple digits. But nice. My question is, is how do I change my approach to talking to guys to be more in relationship? I'm looking to be in a relationship now as opposed to just uh,
2: just one timers and shout out here from Portland. Come through. Yes. Love Portland. I went first last time. You want to go first?
1: Yeah. You know, I uh, I do think that a lot of it is about your mentality going into it um i I don't really necessarily i don't believe in i don't personally believe in energy and attracting energy and stuff that's that's just not part of my experience but i do know that when you are again open and honest with people you know if you say like looking for fun but it would not but wouldn't be mad if a relationship came my way you know what i mean the question is: When you're hooking up, are, are you like walk in, take your pants down? I'm gonna splickety splack, and you're gonna leave, or do, or do you hang out with them a little bit? Do you get to know them a little bit? I mean, I met me and Jacob met on Grindr. We our first night we hooked up, and this has uh, been an almost five year relationship. So I think there is a um, there is a way to form relationships from hookups and hookup apps. Um, But I think that if you're looking to have something more serious, then obviously, in my opinion, I think it is time to go ahead and, and be open about that when you meet up with people.
2: I think you should say what you want. I think that I, I think you, may, you should maybe look at what your profile is, is giving off, right? So on your profile, do you have language that people will be like, damn, I guess we're just fucking and that's it. Yeah, because sometimes sometimes people want relationships that didn't realize their profile is saying um, uh, uh, um, you can't stay over You and, and, and their profiles are giving off the energy of you're not trying to fuck around and you're not trying to hang out and you're not trying to like have relationships. So maybe check the language on your profile and then also when you hook up with these people like be direct and be like, hey like maybe after y'all finish doing whatever be like hey you want to go get some coffee or you want to go get lunch or we're gonna do whatever, whatever the case may be like give l- let people know that you're looking for more than just a wham bam and that's it i think you have to like and if, if, if that's not working just honestly just verbalize be like hey in your tech I mean I don't know how how deep how much conversation you're having before you hook up but in your back and forth in the app like just say that like say that say what you're looking for in the app that you are looking for fun but you're also looking for a relationship as well and you'll like, you like some fun to lead into a relationship I think just being super direct on what you want at this point because we all know you everyone can get trapped in the circle of grinders having sex and sex all the time and you're not and, and you're not truly getting what the, from, from the app what you want which is a relationship so I think it may be time to just resort to just being super super direct and super honest about what you're looking for in the app, which is fun, but you like it to become something else. You like it to become a relationship.
1: I love the confidence. He was like, Oh, I can get dick, bitch. I get dick all the time. It's easy for me. Triple digits, dick, bitch. Um, Also, we have people uh, chimed in on Twitter. Uh, at I, This name is like C4Lim3JB says that – a good point about Isaac is that just because – to be honest, just because he has a gay porn page and makes gay porn doesn't automatically make him gay. That That's is a true. very good point that I had not even considered. So, Isaac, if you're still listening, that is a – um. That is a, a great point to bring up as well. Again, you can join the conversation on Twitter at um, hashtag sibling advisory. I'm just scrolling through the um through the hashtags and um checking oh, them out. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'm
2: checking out oh, I'm checking these out. Sibling advisory twenty seven minutes ago from at RN Quavo. Bob, you're weird for not telling Monet you're going. How are you gonna say something and go back on it without telling her like, huh? The next one, sibling Advisory. Bob is wild for not telling Monet they are going since it's a joint award. Siving advisory Bob gonna go there go to the grave dead wrong about this award. Shows. Everybody say, "Okay, Isaac." I, I, got the I don't out. think I owe Monet my uh, location everywhere in my life.
1: I can go to th- I can go to things without you, and that's just that is the tea. Y- you know what?
2: You're right. You go to things without like me all the time. Uh, you do stuff without so. me all the time. At Hassadiga, could Monet turn up her mic? <laughs> okay, sibling advice. You don't have to read everything <laughs> every on one Monet. We're just, just reading our we're just, text we're, 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 we're reading some. <laughs> to be honest, just because Kid he Monet has a gay. Oh, this one, civil advisory, standing with Monet in the argument. Sorry, Bob. I'm team Monet on this one. All right. Great. Um, Y'all can look at the civil advisory hashtags and you can make your decisions. Can we get the next question poor favor? This is Mo Samir.
5: Hi, Baba Monet. I have a question. Um, I've been having issues with my professor. He's a a sociology professor and he's been saying a lot of politically incorrect things in class, and I've tried correcting him once and twice, and he keeps saying these old terms that we don't use anymore. They're very politically incorrect, and I'm very surprised that he's actually saying them, but I've corrected him twice already, and he keeps uh, shutting me down, and I don't know what to do. I went to the dean, and she said she, she would talk to him, but nothing has changed. I don't know what to
1: do. I think I need some more specifics on this. Like what is he like what is he saying?
2: Let me tell you something. I have I have experienced faculties that are tenured and the university they are so slow to move on tenured professors because you know they've done their they've done their time to quote, uh, uh for lack of a better word and they are really slow to act on, on professors unless it's something like really egregious that they just can't let slide which honestly if they're using wrong terms of sociology that seems a little sus but yeah universities are are very slow to move on tenured professors i'm i'm, I'm guessing he's tenured but we could we could bring him in here Let's bring Mo Samir
1: up, and um, we will find out exactly what is going on with this professor. I want to know. Hi, Mo. How are you? Oh, Mo's. Hi, Mo. How are you? know. Is this Monet Exchange? Hey guys. <laughs> so, 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 Mo, is is your professor? Is it like microaggressions? Like, what, what are they What if you don't mind us asking? What are the things this professor is saying that is that feels uh, antiquated and offensive?
2: And remember, you. Um, this is your voice. So whatever you say, we will we will hold it against you, and we'll act like you're saying it. So be very careful what you say, Mo. (laughs) God. Uh,
5: Okay, so they're they're not like microaggressions. They're like flat out. He's flat out saying them. He was saying things like red Indians. He was saying things like transsexuals. He was saying like. He was saying no. He was he was implying that. A transgender people are not considered transgender until they like they do the operation
4: mm, and I was, him, I
5: was telling him that it's not true and he was like um that is true and it's just the way that he's speaking it seems like he's very uninformed or it's like mm. because he's like he's a dinosaur so it's like he's kept like <laughs> teaching from like back
2: when uh is he i have a yeah, question yeah. is your is your professor tenured is has he been there for a long time um because we're like i'm I'm
5: in Lebanon and so we like only American universities have ten years and things Got like it. that, so he's not tenured but because he's old, I think like the dean doesn't wanna tell him to like update his language. It seems kind of mm. awkward i I get it but i I went to her twice and it keeps happening he like he, he's like even the way he says um he doesn't say african americans he says blacks and it's just the the, the usage of the words are so
1: archaic well i mean so i this is this is my thought process um i there is something about saying it's, it's the s at the end of blacks it, it's the it's black. <laughs> It's when, it's when people say blacks. That's when it's like, what? What is this? I think black is a, a an appropriate term because not every black person is African American. But that's beside the point. You know, obviously your, your professor is saying some very offensive stuff, and honestly, I it, it sounds like he's coming from a very ill informed place, and it, it, he he might need some sort of uh, sensitivity training. And honestly, I know the dean is the, is like the highest you can go at a school, but if The dean's not doing anything about it. I'm a little extreme. Maybe I'm too much, but bitch, maybe it's time to fucking expose him. Like sometimes when you go to the manager and the manager won't do anything about it, you just fucking go to Twitter, and then they'll they all all of a sudden out of nowhere, people find out how to act right all of a sudden because if if, if this person is from a position of power they're standing in front of the class teaching everyone um it it, it gives them that people take their professor's word as knowledge because they trust them they are they're educated they are up here they have been uh, accredited by the university
5: because there's already prejudice against transgender people against lgbtq folk here and just for him to say this just teaching Uh, people in college, this, it just, you know, it perpetuates the cycle of hate towards people of, you know, queer people.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, I think, I think, you can maybe consider some other ways, like maybe um, start a petition and have like, uh, have the student body, um, like like, express their discomfort with this professor and maybe the university instead of just listening to the, like which they should listen to everyone but obviously numbers speak volumes right so you can get a majority of this or as i mean i don't know how many people you need to sign a petition for or for the university to really take to, to look at it but get as many signatures as you can be like this is happening this professor is doing these things and all of us who have signed a, who have signed this petition feel this way something needs to change i think that is a great way to you can like make the university open up their eyes to be like okay we need to do something something Now,
1: or if you if you get the professor saying this offensive stuff, bitch, post it on fucking <laughs> post that shit on TikTok and be like, this is what I have to go and be told is the truth in class every day. I've gone to the dean; she's done nothing about it, and this is my last resort. And I, I, I want to say that is very extreme, and I and maybe you don't want to do that because it can cause trouble with you at school. You could end up being a target. I, like, part, you part of, can... of me feels like I'm graduating this semester and just like. Fuck it, it's not my problem but i
5: feel like part of it is my problem because i'm someone who's queer in this country and like him teaching this just brings hate to my community you know mm. mm-hmm.
1: yeah for sure yeah I, I someone someone saying here as someone also born in lebanon i feel like the people aren't really open-minded and educated on social justice as americans this is from uh someone named uh Hurig, Hurig. um and yeah i mean maybe maybe mo you know this is one of those be the change you need to see in the world moments but i I think also understanding that by by putting yourself out there you could end up becoming a uh target for some sort of hate as well so just make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're not putting yourself in any situations that could cause you to you know risk your education or risk your um your your safety at school that's what i would say
2: this is, these are some of our, this is what some of the sipping Rivalry listeners have to say on Twitter. Uh, someone said, um, this is from at Bloodbath Bitch says, fuck respecting the professor. Let that nigga have it. She also, someone said the fact that, wait, as someone also born in Lebanon, this is from at... Ori, um, our one. IG 94. As someone born in Lebanon, I feel like people aren't open-minded and educated on social justice as Americans. So yeah, I mean, I again, I think I, I like what Bob said about. Bitch, you've seen it. You've we've all gone to TikTok on social media on on IG whatever. You've seen someone posted a teacher or a professor or a parent or someone doing something crazy, and everyone like rallies around the person posting the clip, and they take help get action to get that person removed from what they're doing. But I mean, I think a petition is a great way. A petition does not seem as drastic and as as and as um, uh, aggressive as posting something to social media. So maybe I would say try the petition route. Get a bunch of students, as many students as you can, to sign this petition and present it to the dean or the president or whoever of the university and be like, "This has happened. All of us agreed that something needs to change," and see what can happen from there. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your uh, for your advice uh, question, Ma.
1: Um, I think we have time for a few more. Oh, thank you, Ma. We have time for a few more. We're gonna now take one from um, Christian. This is Christian. Also, again, you can join us in the uh, conversation on Twitter at hashtag sibling advisory. I really love reading what you all think about these while we um while we <laughs> while we talk Hi, to you. Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, my question is, how long did it take for either of you, if
6: you were ever in the position? Um, to move on from a past relationship um, and that heartache and all that weight um, and stop looking for what you had in your previous partner in your future relationships or what you're looking for. Like, how long did that take
2: and what does that look like? Wow. Wow um you want to go or you want me to go i'll go because you i think you went last first last um i think that after pre-relationship it 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 varies for me i've i've had like maybe not maybe I've had three like actual breakups and the other were just fucking around shits that ended whatever but um, the last my last part my last boyfriend that took me like a couple months I would say like it took me a solid two months two three months to be like really over it because again you spend a lot of time with this person you you love them and you really like put your heart and soul into the relationship and when it does end it is it is hard and it is and I don't think that you should feel bad about feeling bad about it. it is it's completely normal and I think that take as much time as you feel like you need it because what you don't want to do is get into a new relationship or dating people or meeting people again but you still have that heartache you're carrying for the past relationship like don't feel weird about being sad about mourning the loss of a relationship it's complete it's it's completely normal but i also don't think you should wallow in it i think that you should try different things to help you like get over that what i found was comforting was hanging out with friends and being around people because obviously the inclination like you you want to like be alone and you want to listen to sad music and you want want to think about all the good things that happen and you want to like stay in that but try to hang out with your friends your friends that make you really happy and your friends that can take your mind off of it and um i think that is super helpful surrounding yourself with people who aren't gonna make you wallow in your sadness because i have friends that the, them niggas like being sad and i would want to f- put myself with those people because i know i wanted to stay i wanted to be sad about it also i'd be bitch when i break or something i'm very dramatic and that's too much so i think oh, it's, it's okay to feel those emotions it's okay to be sad it's okay to miss that person that relationship but you can't let yourself stay there because bitch is that's being dark for too long and it can really 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 bring you down
1: you know I, I gotta be honest. I don't have a lot of experience with um, with breakups. I've never been through a breakup before. I started dating really late in life. I didn't start dating until my early thirties. So Jacob is my first boyfriend, and we're still we're still dating. Um, but I have I have been there for a lot of friends through their breakups. I can't say that I've been there with, there with a lot of friends while they were breaking up with people. And I think it's really important to n- remember that your time with someone else does not define you. Your that person does not define you. Being with them is, I always say, like honestly, if you find you don't want to find anyone that completes you, you that's that's not that's not the T for me. I, I'm just gonna, I'm speaking for myself. That's not the T for me. I always say like you're not a like it, it, it's 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 surf and turf. It's not like you're the 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 perfect complement to my like it's not steak and mashed potatoes. Like we're both the main course. We complement each other, but we do not complete each other. We do not finish each other. We do not you know encase each other's everything. Um, but also allow yourself to feel your feelings, and don't beat yourself up for feeling bad. Don't beat yourself up for having perfectly human emotions. It takes some people longer to get over things, um, and don't try to meter yourself to and compare yourself to other people and be like, "Well, so and so got over it in two days, and so and so got over it in two months." You know, I'll never forget. My mom was talking to me about how uh, when her, when my aunt passed away, um, she was really sad about it, like. Like, um, I think like years later, her, she was just because my mom, I only have one aunt or uncle that's passed away. My mom was only lost one sibling. And then like, I think a year later, she was like, just sitting there like sad. And, and her, my mom's boyfriend at the time was like, you're still sad about your sister. Like he said it like that, like, you're still sad about your sister. And she just looked at him and she was like, I cannot believe you just said that to me. Like, yes, oh. I'm very sad about my sister. And. Of course, he never he never understood. until he lost the sibling later down the line. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I, I, I he actually apologized. He goes, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize how how hard it could be. So what I'm saying is don't be hard on yourself. Allow yourself to get over in the time that feels appropriate to you and prioritize yourself in this time. Do not do not prioritize them. You have to always even in a relationship. You can't you cannot, in my opinion, you cannot prioritize your partner over yourself. You have to always be the priority in every situation.
2: Katia's at Katia's tiny hand said hang out with your hateful friends (laughs) nobody's gonna humble you more than Mm -hmm. someone who secretly hated your ex bitch that is the real if you really want to get over it find your friends that hated your ex and they will remind you of every shitty thing about your ex that was fucking annoying why why they didn't like him and that will make you feel a lot better they're like yeah and that nigga stink and he eats sloppy and his breath used to stink and he didn't brush his hair and he like find your friends that did not like your find your hateful friends they will remind you of every gross thing about your ex that you didn't miss and that's a good way to get over it for do sure do you think that me not liking your ex helped you get over him oh yeah for sure because you were very you were you used to say you used, to, you used to tell me stuff I was like oh my god true it, it, it absolutely helped me for sure
1: um, but I just want to point out I did not ever come out vocally against him until the day you were like it's over. I was like, Great, I have a Google document I'm gonna send to you. I've been thinking about some stuff. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, I think we have time for one more. Um how, how have you enjoyed how have you enjoyed um our, our slipping
2: advisory live? Um once um uh Patty paid uh uh the electric company and I had power, it was great. But before oh, that, yeah, it I was forgot. Whoever's been here from the beginning, y'all. It was a <laughs> oh, hey, we're leaving. You know what? Maybe, maybe we can make it a Patreon exclusive. The first fucking twenty five minutes of this podcast <laughs> that we're not gonna air. We'll make that. We'll put that on Patreon because we're not losing it. It was great. All right, let's listen to Heather Mason. Here we go.
6: What do you guys think of someone like me who identifies as gay and asexual? I am attracted to men. I like being with men. But the concept of sex is gross to me. It kind of scares me a little bit. I've tried it in the past. I did not like it. But I have gotten a metric fuck ton of backlash from the gay community as a result of me identifying as this.
2: Hmm. What is, I, I mean, I would, I would like to invite this person in because I'm curious what this backlash is that, you're, that they're receiving. And I also have, uh, can, can, we, can we bring this person in? Yeah, let's go ahead and invite in Heather Mason. Heather Mason, you're
1: on the line. Welcome to the chat. Hi, Heather Mason. Hi, Heather. Yeah, what are your yes. pronouns, Heather?
6: Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Thank you for asking.
2: Of Hi, course, my Heather. pleasure. So, money um, has some questions. Yeah, so what, um, what, what, what are some of the backlash you're getting from, from, from the queer community about your asexuality?
6: So, like I said, I identify as gay. I'm very romantically attracted to men. And that is regardless of if they are trans or not, because I think it's stupid Mm -hmm. to make that distinction. But uh, a lot of it is like you don't you're not actually gay unless you have sex. It's one of those types Mm -hmm. of things like, oh, no, you don't like a dick in your ass. Therefore, you're not gay. Mm
1: -hmm.
6: Or you don't like putting your dick in another man's ass. So you're not gay.
1: Got it. we getting we it is it is after dark on uh Sylvic Advisory. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
6: where I am, and I am
2: half a bottle of vodka through, so. Well, well, you know what, Heather Mason, listen, your asexuality, not not that you need me to validate it, but your asexuality is is completely valid. And those people who think that way, they have a really narrow mind of how they think about sex and how they think. I mean, they, they probably have not met many asexual people before, or they have, they just didn't know. But just because you do not have sex with a man doesn't make you any less gay or any less queer or what or whatever um you choose to whatever whatever your inclination is so yeah i mean bitch don't i mean In terms of ignoring those people, I guess, is if these people are your friends or these people that you surround yourself often with or these people that you have to interact with, it's hard to ignore that because they've said these things and it's hurtful and it's very fucking annoying. But their opinions about your asexuality mean literally nothing. What other people think about you is none of your fucking business. If they don't understand you being asexual, that's not your fucking problem. That is their narrow mind. And they need to think about the The world in 2022 just because they never met asexual people before they don't understand it does not make does not make it any less of a thing
1: thank you yeah you know i i i feel like you really you do not have to justify any part of your identity to anyone i'm gonna repeat that you do not have to justify a single part of your gender identity your sexuality your gender expression you don't have to justify any of that to a single person on the planet. It is your business. You can identify how you like. You do not have You do not have to have sex to be gay. I mean, a lot of us know that we were queer since the time that we were children before we ever had sex. And we knew that we were gay. We knew before we were ever into anything, before we'd ever actually done anything. And sometimes, go ahead. In
6: like kindergarten, back when I would have crushes on the boys in kindergarten. And not the Mm -hmm. girls. And then I found out much later in life that I was gay. But it's just like, even like the queer people I surround myself with, like I used to live in a queer dorm for four years back when I was in Mm. college. And even the people in that queer dorm, they were like, you're not gay. You're not gay. So it's just like, (laughs) damn. I wish
1: you, yeah. you know Heather. I
6: wish more people I, I, were accepting of different things, essentially.
1: I think, I think yeah. what's happening there, Heather, is that these people, and this is just my my uh, uh uh I'm just assuming here, but a lot of these people they feel the need to gatekeep their the gatekeep gayness because they felt like they had to fight really hard for it. They felt like they had to fight for their identity. Um and they feel like they feel like maybe you're I don't know, getting away with something, but that's that's none of their business. Um, And that's their that is is their own trauma that they're placing on you that you're not responsible for. And you do not have to hold any responsibility for their trauma response to your experience. Um, And, you know, there will there will always be someone disagreeing with you, you know, and we can't we can't change. We can change some people's lives. We can't change them all. And it's not our jobs, too. You know, I think that as long as you're living your authentic truth, doing your like living your tea, then you're you're doing you're doing the right thing. And there yeah. there is someone out there who who thinks like you and who will who will want to have the same thing that you want. For sure. In my yeah. opinion,
2: I agree with that. The only person needs to understand your asexuality. The only person needs to understand your asexuality is you it is not uh, Tom's or Rebecca's or Treshell's or Keisha's. None of the yeah, fucking fuck business. Rebecca's. Fuck
1: Rebecca, especially Rebecca. <laughs> the
6: fucking lake nearby. Fuck Rebecca.
1: <laughs> all right, thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, Heather, and I, and I hope that's not Stoley you're drinking. No, I'm kidding. Um, all
6: right. Uh, I've been wanting to ask this question for a while. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I love you both. Of course. Thank you for helping me discover drag. I love you.
1: Word. Oh, we thank you. That. And, and again, you you have to remove yourself because we don't know how to remove people from the from the jet. <laughs> thank you. I was. So, I'm so glad, money, that we've
2: not, we not had a rogue um, person re- who wouldn't refuse honestly, to get off yet because honestly, we, wouldn't, we would not, not be able if, to defend ourselves. If it was me, I would absolutely be that person. I would not leave. i am like, no, make me leave. Chaotic energy. You, I don't think that's not you. You're, you're not that bitch you say you are. You're really not her. I am. I am. I would do that to you. If you had some type of thing and uh, you invited me in, I would not remove myself and I would troll you the entire time. That's that's just so not. That's just so not. You're like, my like, oh, try, I'm me. This bitch try, a me. try me, try me, try me. you do a live, do a live with your little friend Peppermint, one of your little friends, and invite me in, and I bet you I'm not leaving. I say the whole time. Money,
1: I could literally, bitch. I could block you from this conversation right now. Let's make that clear, first of all. <laughs> bitch, I could um, block you. Um. So listen, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us here on Sibling Advisory. Excuse me excuse
2: me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm not done. Um, thank you all for weighing in on hashtag similar advisory i have read all of the similar advisory hashtags and you guys have been really uh uh you guys have opened my eyes to a lot of things today and i appreciate your responses for sure what do they open your eyes to you know just um behavior by certain people that i feel vindicated knowing that i'm not the crazy one interesting well congratulations on um getting
1: your um, validation from the internet all right thank you so much everyone for listening to us on the podcast you are, I'm, great that, I'm grateful that you all listened to us and we will talk to you all soon.
2: Bye everyone. And you guys, what well, you guys are also, also saying that you guys like the, the live advisory and we, I guess we will definitely come back. We may not, uh, we may not use a uh, stereo game. We might try another platform, but actually it, 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 it ended up working out, but we will definitely do more live advisories. This was really great to talk to y'all and people to explain themselves. And we just understand a little better the situations for sure. So we'll see y'all next time on the advice stream. Bye, everyone.